welcome to the latest episode of Real Moms Get Real. I'm Maureen. And I'm Deirdre. And we are thrilled to bring you our latest podcast of Real Moms Get Real. Glad you joined us today. Deirdre, how are you doing in the middle of summer, middle of July? Oh, I'm good. I see some thunderstorms gathering outside my window, but I just got back from vacation, so that is okay with me. I'm feeling very relaxed. Oh, that's fantastic. I want to hear hear all about Montana and everything that you guys did for the week you were away. Oh, it was just fantastic. I mean, we really got a chance to unplug. We flew from Boston to Montana, and we were on a, a ranch for a week working very hard at playing. We were riding ATVs and riding horses and hiking and sitting by a campfire. And Maureen, I have to tell you, the nicest thing about it was there wasn't a lot of cell, you know, cell phone connectivity. And I love that. We just talked to each other. What a what a concept. What a novel idea. Exactly. Well, the, the fact that you guys left the screens behind um, is so refreshing. And it, it, that could be a model for the rest of us, no matter what we do on vacation. Well, it, it was great. And it was crazy because even my guys who are young adults, they kept saying, this is great. I haven't looked at my phone once. And, mm. you know, my husband and I were remarking on how young guys, and I think young girls too, young women need physical activity. I mean, Think about the old days. People were always busy physically. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And frankly, they were too tired at night to do much. So there's so much value in just being active. And I saw how happy and I was thinking, you know, all these cases of ADHD and this and that, do we just need more exercise? Well, the thing is, the human body was not made to just sit in place for hours on end. I mean, we're we're made to move around. We need physical activity. But Deirdre, mentioning the phone and screens and all that, I have to relate something that's connected to what you just said. I was in a store in town, er, actually earlier this morning, and looking out the window while I waited for my order... I saw a kid who he couldn't have been 10 years old on his bicycle riding a bike. And what do you think he's holding in one hand and looking at while he's pedaling and steering his bike? And I kept thinking, what? I mean, and then in the same moment, I see a teenage girl getting on her bike with her helmet and unchaining the lock and all the rest of it. And she's got her phone in one hand. I mean, what happened to kids riding their bikes and just being carefree and focusing on riding the bike? You know, it's so true. And my, my youngest son lost his phone for a week and we didn't replace it right away because we had to figure out what we were doing. And Mm -hmm. honestly, the night before we replaced the phone, he looked at me and he said, this has been the best week. And he said, this is how you grew up. And I said, really, it is. I mean, people couldn't get me if I was in the car. So, you know, I think even if a family tried to perhaps, you know, do a little experiment, even if you did it after 8 p.m., you know, phones are off. It's the summertime. Maybe this is a great time to try it, but at least expose the kids to being screen free. And free, even if it's for an hour or two, like you say. Absolutely. So it was great. I mean, I'm very sore. And I actually had the chance to shoot a shotgun. We did some skeet shooting. 
Yeah. I have a giant bruise to prove that I did uh, shoot on my downside of that sort of activity. Yeah. And I'm very sore from horseback riding, but I'll tell you, it's an, as, as my husband, Fred says, it's an honest soreness. We can't, honestly. So yeah, it's just a great time. And I'm, you know, I really feel revved up, which is what vacation is supposed to do. Oh, that is so wonderful. And I'm so glad you got away for a good week. That's excellent. I know. And, and you know, you really do need a week to fully unplug. And um, so I hope our listeners are having a chance, even if you do a staycation, um, mm-hmm. you know, try unplugging on your staycation. I think yeah. you're afraid to leave home without the phones, honestly. I went to run an errand. I didn't have my phone. Yeah. I kind of felt panicky. And I'm like, wait a minute. This is dumb. Yeah. No, there was a time where my phone was broken, Deirdre, recently, and I and I I really felt jittery, and it's, right. it's it's ridiculous. I mean, the thing is, you know, if if there were a true emergency where your family needed to reach you, <laughs> they would find a way to reach you. Remember what we used to do. So exactly, we will live. We will survive. We will survive. So that I don't know. I guess I've just had an awareness of how much these you know, these technologies are entering our life. Um, Maureen, I also fell in love with a quarter horse named Patsy Klein. Oh, I love it. <laughs> she was a sweetheart. Pat, Patsy was my gal. So she let me know she does not want to move to Boston. She wants to stay in Montana. <laughs> well, you've uh, had a long love affair with horses, haven't you? I really have. And it's very expensive here in Boston to have a horse. But, um, you know, it was just nice to dip my toe back in. And I used to own a horse and it was just, it was wonderful. And um, yeah. well, that is great. Yeah. Well, we should, we should share with our listeners, Deirdre, that today we're recording our podcast from two locations. So you're in the Boston area. I'm in the New York area and we're talking to each other and to our listeners. And we're thrilled that everybody's with us. And of course you can find us on Twitter and on Facebook um, Real Moms 2 on Twitter and Real Moms Get Real on Facebook. Deirdre, we have actually a lot to cover. Um, and I, I miss seeing you, by the way, but we'll figure that out for the next time around. I know. We'll figure it out. It's great to hear yeah. your voice. And I, I kind of like that we're hip and taking advantage of technology. That's kind of <laughs> well, Speaking of technology, right? Exactly. Yeah. Well, let me tell you about something uh, that came across my laptop now that I am connected yeah. again. It was a great article. I think moms will really uh, understand this and may have some thoughts of their own. But it was in the Washington Post recently. And it was talking about mothers being sober curious. And Hmm. yeah, if you're wondering what that is, some moms are frankly making the health choice to not do so much drinking. And believe it or not, There's a lot of drinking for some mothers, you know, whether it's a mimosa at the play date or wine at the birthday party. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Some moms are making a choice. They're calling it sober curious. And apparently these moms feel like social media, you know, a lot of moms will say, oh, you know, as the article said, it's not drinking alone if your kids are in the house, you know, that kind of little yeah, that puts a twist on the whole thing for yeah, sure. And kind of makes it seem cool. And I think what social media has done, there are a lot of memes that have made it seem okay and kind of cool to be a mom who drinks. But 
I mean, as any alcoholic knows, I'm sure, you know, it's, it's really a slippery slope. So it is, it It is. is. And, you know, the social drink turn to the, the quick drink by your, by yourself or, you know, the solo drink. And then you're, you know, these hydro flasks, Deirdre, that everyone is carrying around. I mean, who knows what's in those half the time, right? Oh, absolutely. And, you know, in the article, it was interesting because some moms were talking about, you know, you feel almost like a little weird if you turn down the alcohol, like people think, oh, you know, maybe you have a problem, but it's not really about that. Mm. The moms who stopped drinking were talking about being so present and feeling so much better. And I don't know about you, Maureen, but after a glass or, or two of wine, I'm zonked. Yeah. Well, Deirdre, also, you know, what people forget is that women have slighter frames, generally speaking, than than most men. And we absorb alcohol very differently than men do. So people think, oh, one drink, I have another. It's only one. But you know what? One drink. And it I makes mean, me so tired. I don't necessarily feel you know, buzzed or drunk, but I feel tired. So I don't know how moms are, if they're doing multiple, you know, drinking, say five days a week, that may signal a problem. And it it made me remember when, after I had my second son, Matt, Mm -hmm. uh, I stopped drinking for three years. And uh, the reason I did it was I had two little kids. I was um, alone during the week. My husband was traveling and I'm also prone to migraines. So I just said, you know what? I'm, I'm just not going to drink at all. And some people had a problem with it. Do you believe that? Oh, interesting. Well, they shouldn't have a problem. It's your personal choice. Right. I mean, what did they think? You were being a party pooper sort of thing? I mean, what was what was the reason for that reaction? Well, I recall one dinner out with another couple. And my husband kind of got annoyed because we were out with this couple. and the hus- And we didn't know them very well. And the husband was drinking pretty heavily and he kept needling me. You know, why aren't you drinking? Why aren't you drinking? And my husband said, you know, finally said, why does it bother you so much? Why are you hassling her? Yeah. And he said, well, I want to know what happens. Does she dance on tables? Does she? He was really kind of snide about it. But, but what I sensed, he was uncomfortable drinking as much as he was with someone at the mm. table. But I wasn't judging. I mean, I, I wasn't judging what he drank. That's his business. Yeah, of course. Well, the other thing that this touches on is that if moms or dads, for that matter, are drinking more during the day and they're taking care of the children, that becomes worrisome, right. especially if they're carting the kids around to playgrounds or camps or pools or whatever it may be. You know, people need to be, you know, we hate to sound like the scolds or right. <laughs> or whatever it may be, but I mean, we need, kids need to be in good hands. So you don't want anybody impaired. There, I, my feeling is there's a time and a place for an adult beverage. <laughs> it may not be when the, you know, when, when you're taking care of your household full of kids, there's a time and a place for that. Yeah. But very interesting topic. It's really interesting. And the other thing is kids um, are so perceptive. They are like sponges and they will note little changes in personality or mom slumped over the kitchen table, you know, asleep. So it's also what you're modeling. And, you know, 
just because a drink is pretty and has fruit in it doesn't mean it's not deadly if you have too yeah. many of them. So, yeah, or has an amazing sounding name yeah, of some kind. Right. And, you know, think back. I mean, remember Mother's Little Helper in the uh, Stones song? I guess it's always been an issue about hmm. kind of moms needing a break from the. I mean, raising kids is hard. There's there's some tension in it. But, you know, maybe it's turn to another thing, you know, turn to exercise, turn to turn to the kids and have a frank conversation and say, you're driving me crazy and I need a little alone time. Go read a magazine. That's what well, I do. Yeah. Interestingly, I was talking with um, a friend of mine who has two young girls. They're both under the age of five. And um, she has a... a a little light set up in her daughter's rooms. And if the light is green, that means they can come down from their room. Now this is in the morning. So in other words, okay. if, it, if it's before seven thirty in the morning, they can't come downstairs. They have to stay in the room, play on their own. Yep. They have their own bathroom. So that, that, that part of it is not a worry, but so in other words, the, there's, you know, there's guidance, there's guidelines and the kids know, okay, once it's 7.30 and my light turns a different color, I can go down and be with mommy and daddy in the kitchen. Wow. And this is not the first time I've heard of that sort of thing. So it's all very interesting. And I think kids can respect rules and guidelines and processes like that. That makes sense. And of course, we need to say you, you'd never want a child to be in trouble or, or sick or something. That That's a totally different idea. But just on a regular basis, kids can understand some guidance like that and follow it. That's right. And, you know, every family does it differently. I remember I had the enforced uh, nap time. And even if you weren't tired, you had to read quietly. And I looked forward to that time. That was also my time to read a book or do a little laundry yeah. or just be alone. And, you know, I think that's what this drinking is. It's a stress, it's a social group stress reliever. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So Georgia, we're now going to slide right from that to something else, very strongly parenting related, which is pink has been commenting on social media, Georgia, you and I both saw this story where she had her daughter running through a sprinkler and she, she posted something on Instagram, I think it was, where you know she's taken a lot of heat apparently uh, in recent years for trying to raise kids and have a music career and be on the road and doing what she does as a musician and an entertainer. And she's so tired of the parenting police. And so recently she posted a picture, it's an adorable picture, of her daughter running through a sprinkler on the grass and she was sort of mimicking Deirdre, what she thought the trolls would be saying about her. Like, do they have, you know, do the, do the kids have sunblock on and, and no helmet? And, you know, what if the child slips and falls, she could be, you know, tr injured and traumatized for life and all this sort of thing. And it really raises the issue as we've talked about in other episodes of Real Moms Get Real, Deirdre, you know, the judgment that far too many parents try to level at other parents. I mean, by and large, most parents are trying to do the very best they can with the resources that they have available to them. And not everybody's style is going to be the style for the next person. And so at some point, we have to give each other some 
you know, give each other a wide berth and understand that people's parenting styles may be different, but each of those can be good parents in their own way. I, um, what's your take I, on that? Well, I like Pink. I like her a lot. And I chuckled when, you know, this came across our screens because um, I totally get where she's coming from. And you can't read an article. I almost don't read comments on articles anymore because there's so many people mm-hmm. with itchy fingers just dying to judge. And I think I think it's Pink's way to take that head on. And I think she was trying to say, look, I'm going to post pictures of my kids. You're not going to stop me. And I'm going to preemptively strike out and just say, save your breath. But I mean, I it's gotten to the point really with social media that um, I it's just bad. It just can be kind of a toilet out there. Well, I also think, you know, people can hide behind being quote unquote anonymous or, you know, with a with a nickname of some sort. And people can say any old thing that they feel like saying without thinking, what is the effect on the person I'm aiming that comment at? So, um, and also I noticed that Pink sort of said, you know, my children are getting older now. I think her daughter is maybe seven. Um, and so she she's going to try pulling back from the various postings and photos. And that is something that parents do need to be aware of. I would say, Deirdre, you know, the kids, you know, unless these parents are going to, you know, scrupulously scrub from the digital universe, every picture or posting that they've put on there of their little kids, they do need to be, they need to guard their, their kids' privacy. I mean, those kids are going to grow up and have their own lives and identity, and they may not want pictures of them running, you know, naked through the water or whatever it may be. But, but I do appreciate what she said too. And I think the, the issue really is we are all our own individual people and our own families. We have our own styles and unless a child is being injured or, or, you know, badly hurt in some way, let parents be parents and parent the way that they feel they should. It's so true. And I mean, even I was reading an article about Madonna and apparently she's adopted this new character called Madame X for her latest Mm -hmm. album. And she's wearing a pirate patch for some reason. And I was Mm -hmm. tempted to comment because I thought it was silly and but I thought, what? Why am I going to waste my time? Why am I? Why do I care? Let Madonna be who Madonna's going to be. So I get the, I get the basic inclination, but you know, I think it is smart, and we're kind of circling around the idea of social media today and cell phones. Mm-hmm. But I think, mm-hmm. I think when you're raising the kids, young moms, you know, you don't have to share everything. You don't have to. It, it can be obsessive. So check yourself yeah. and uh, do your kids that favor. That's right. That's exactly right. Well, great topic. So Deirdre, we now have a new selection of favorite things. I'm dying to hear what yours is this time around. Yeah, we sure do. And um, this one, I hope moms and dads will appreciate. Um, it's actually a website. It's a, it's a blog. It's called the Pittsburgh Moms Blog. And I am directing uh, listeners to one particular page, which we'll share on our social media. Um, But Mm -hmm. it's a list of things to do, 100 fun summer activities to do with your kids. And Maureen, the reason I like the list, there are a couple things. One, 
scrolling through the list, they're not expensive. They're just creative. Two, they're presented not as a slideshow where you have to scroll through, you know, an entire 100, you know, to get the list. You could print this out, put it on the fridge and with your kids, do these activities and check them, check them off. Like they're as simple as have a picnic at your playground, camp out in the backyard, go for a family bike ride. And the reason I'm suggesting this, and again, it's the uh, Pittsburgh mom's blog, and I'll put the link on our Facebook, but I'm suggesting it because do you remember Maureen when the kids were like, I'm bored. (laughs) Think of anything in the moment. And you're like, go blow bubbles. You know, you want to keep them away from the TV, you know, go out and play. But if you have this list on your fridge, you could say to the kids, all right, go to the list, pick out, you know, a couple things for this week and boom, you have an inexpensive yet full calendar. So I'm going to recommend that. What do you That is. Well, that is a great reminder, Deirdre. And, and, you know, a lot of the things it sounds like that are on that list are the very classic commonsensical things that kids do when they're growing up, but you do need those reminders of what they are, even if it's playing badminton in the backyard or, you know, hitting, hitting a wiffle ball around or um, having a game of horse in basketball or, you know, whatever it may be. Great memories. And, you know, kids don't change. The essential nature of a child hasn't changed and they love that stuff. You don't have to spend a lot of money. So um, mm-hmm. we'll we'll throw that on our social, but again, it's the Pittsburgh Moms blog, and well, that is perfect. And now I'm going to tell you what mine is, dear. What do you got? Okay, little drum roll. Um, I want to talk about thrift shops, which I think are one of our country's biggest, best kept secrets. Man, you're right. There is a thrift shop. Now, we could talk about some people will never step foot in one. And on the other hand, there are people who will only shop at thrift shops. I'm somewhere in the middle. There's a church in my area that has a thrift shop that's only open on Thursday afternoons and Saturday afternoons. And guess what they're doing in this month of July? And I love this, Deirdre. They give you, you walk in and they give you a shopping bag. And I mean those old fashioned paper shopping bags with the handles, you know, like your typical grocery shopping bag. And you can go into, they have like four or five rooms in this thrift shop. It's enormous. You go into one room and you can fill the bag with anything from that room. And when it's filled up, you go to the cashier and you pay $4 total. (laughs) I love it. Can I just tell you that I loaded up on a couple of things for each of my kids, for some of the special little kids in my family, for some of our pets, one thing for my husband, one thing for myself. Now, of course, you have to obviously care. Like the first thing I do is bring these right down to the laundry room and I wash them twice. That's my my rule because I don't know where they've been, whatever. But they're all in good condition because they only accept things that are in good condition. And there are literally thrift shops all over this country where people have, you know, willingly donated. You can find really decent things if you look carefully and go to the right ones. I just think it's a concept that we need to remind ourselves of. You don't have to pay full price for things your family may need, especially when your kids are little and outgrowing their 
t-shirts and their pants and their sneakers, you know, every other minute. So I would just, we can put up, you know, some of the specifics, Deirdre, of thrift shops in your area, my area, and some other places. But let's just remind ourselves, if you know where to go and you know what their hours are, and you know the deals they have, you can get amazing things. It's so true. And I love that. And you know, uh, the area that I'm in, I've been to thrift shops where there have been brand new designer duds, you know, maybe at more at a consignment store level, but That's right. they've never That's been right. worn. And these are designer clothes. So you're really just being smart. And like you said, with the kids, with how, how fast they grow, just check it out and you know, get to know the owner because these are locally owned places. They need you to stay in business and you're just being smart. Well, that's the thing. And the one I went to today, actually, it's run by a church and all the profits that they they take in are used for the church services. Yeah. So you know that your money is going to, to a good cause and... Um, you know, I just love seeing the mix of people there too. I just, I just love kind of seeing that. But seriously, you can get some decent things. So it's a great reminder. Well, that is perfect. And Maureen, you're not going to believe this, but it is time to sign off already. So I know podcast number fourteen already. Georgia. I can't believe it. So we want to thank everybody. We're going to post the things we talked about today on our Facebook and Twitter. Um, we want to encourage everybody to remember that at Real Moms Get Real, it's not about perfection. It's about connection. And we really appreciate you being with us. And we will see you next time. Sounds great. And also remember, um, we're parents, not pals. That's our second tagline. Right. Great to have you with us, everybody. Join us again next time. Bye. Bye.